0: Hello, and thank you for joining our presentation. My name is Laura St. Pierre, and I'm a Product Segment Manager for Xylem's Online Process Instrumentation. During this session, YSI Applications Engineer Ben Barker and I will be providing an overview of the IQ SensorNet system of online sensors. We're going to cover some of the unique benefits our sensors offer, and we're also going to review a few case studies on how IQ SensorNet has helped municipalities increase their operational efficiency and lower their treatment costs. I hope you find this, help, uh, this information uh, helpful in helping you better understand the benefits of online monitoring for process control. Here is an overview of where IQ SensorNet can be used in a municipal wastewater treatment plant. As you can see, IQ SensorNet can be used throughout the treatment process, from influent through primary and secondary treatment to the effluent. We also just released a new online chlorine DPD analyzer that can be added to an IQ SensorNet system for monitoring chlorine levels in the final effluent. IQ SensorNet is great in that way. You can add analyzers, sensors, or different communication outputs to the IQ SensorNet network as your facility requirements change over time. This diagram depicts the 2020 controller. We also have a smaller network available with 282 and 284 controllers. As you can see, the 282 can be used as a mobile display um, and taken to different sections of the treatment plant. Here are a few things that set the IQ SensorNet system apart from other controller options. First, the IQ SensorNet is very customizable. And with the modular design, you can easily add sensors and communication options without having to replace your whole system. We also work off of a one cable design for both power and communication, and this simplifies installation. I'm going to show you some examples of this in a little bit. Our sensors and cables are detachable as opposed to integral, meaning you can disconnect them from each other. This really helps with troubleshooting and lowering the total cost of ownership because you only need to replace what breaks. If the cable breaks, you can still retain that sensor and only replace the cable. The IQ SensorNet system also offers system redundancy with both backup controller capability as well as backup power option. So if you're running off AC power, and and the power goes down, it can flip over to DC as backup. Our ion-selective electrodes for ammonia and nitrate are extremely robust and provide very accurate data uh, uh, that you can control off of. And we'll talk about what makes our ion-selective electrodes unique in a little bit. We also have a very extensive portfolio of UV and uv Vis spectral sensors to choose from. And while we have service contracts available, they are not required to maintain an instrumentation warranty. As you can see on this slide, YSI offers a full range of parameters as both sensors and analyzers. IQ SensorNet sensors are rugged and can be used on either controller option, the 280, the 282 or the 2020. Simply connect the sensor cable to the sensor and then connect to the controller, and the controller will automatically recognize what you've connected. Analyzers can be connected to the controller in the same way via a network cable. And the ELISA's utilize that IQ Sentinet digital communication, so they're automatically recognized by the controllers as well. One of the many unique advantages of the IQ Sentinet system is the built in uh, ultra clean ultrasonic cleaning. This is available on the UV, UV vis, TSS, and turbidity sensors. UltraClean ultrasonically vibrates the face of the optics, minimizing fouling and extending the time between uh, manual cleanings. Here's a picture of a, a TSS probe on the left that didn't use ultrasonic cleaning and a picture of one on the right where it was deployed with ultrasonic cleaning running for 30 days. Another sensor that has some unique technology is our optical or luminescent based sensor for dissolved oxygen. The IQ Sentinel FDO probe stands for fluorescent dissolved oxygen and is unique in that it uses a green light source for both the measurement and reference reading. This is different than most other optical probes that use two different light sources, a red and a blue. Since we use the same light source for both of these measurements, they age and drift at the same rate so the FDO sensor never needs to be calibrated. In fact, we ask that you don't calibrate it. The FDO sensor also has a unique angled cap. The angled cap um, allows air bubbles to slide over the face of the probe, as opposed to getting trapped on the surface, as seen in this picture on the right. With that angled cap, The air bubbles are able to glide over over, and aren't getting trapped. And this results in more accurate dissolved dissolved oxygen measurements as well as uh, more stable reading. Whereas if air air bubbles get trapped on the surface of the probe like this, you can not only get high false reading, but also very unstable erratic dissolved oxygen readings, which makes it harder to control also. YSI's ion-selective electrode sensors for ammonia nitrate are the most reliable ISEs available. These sensors can hold four individually replaceable electrodes With one being the reference electrode, which is extra long, meaning it will last much longer than other manufacturers electrodes. The measuring electrodes for ammonia and nitrate can be used on the same probe. These electrodes are very reliable and can last 18 to 24 months. And they include an industry leading 12 month warranty. We're able to provide this longer warranty due to the stainless steel mesh in the electrode membrane. Now let's take a look at our line of UV and UV-Vis spectral sensors. These sensors are online, reagent-less spectrophotometers that measure directly within the process. YSI sensors can measure nitrate, nitrite, COD, BOD, TOC, UVT, uh, and TSS, and more. You can measure up to five parameters in the same sensor, so it is a very powerful tool. YSI has a full line of single wavelength and full spectral sensors. Single wavelength sensors for both UVT254 and NOx actually measure two wavelengths, um, one for the measurement and one for the turbidity compensation. The full spectral sensors are available for nitrate, nitrite, and the carbon parameters like COD, TOC, and BOD. Full spectral sensors scan 256 wavelengths to get measurement concentration. This allows our sensors to get better correlation for more accurate readings. It also allows for better turbidity correction to account for all those solids in the wastewater. And it also allows our sensors to differentiate between nitrate and nitrite, which can be very useful in some applications. The 256 wavelength scan also allows our sensor to adapt very well to changing processes. ELISA is our latest and greatest addition to IQ SensorNet. and ELISA can be connected to an IQ SensorNet network just like a sensor can be connected. It is available to measure ammonia or orthophosphate and is available as a single or dual channel analyzer. The ELISAs are wet chemistry analyzers that have built-in automatic cleaning and calibration, lowering the maintenance and hands-on service requirements. In addition, the ELISA has very low reagent consumption, which lowers the total cost of ownership and extends the time between a chem
1: bag exchanges.
0: And with that, I'll turn it over to Ben.
1: Thanks, Laura. I'll be finishing up the presentation by reviewing the biggest benefits of the IQ sensor net, followed by a few case studies with some facilities that have utilized our stuff to make drastic improvements to their process. So first, we have two different types of controller systems. We have the traditional local installation that supports one to four probes. Then we have our 2020 system, which of course is our network of modules that can support up to 20 sensors on a single system. And over the next few slides, I will show you the huge benefits that the 2020 system brings to the table. So starting off, let's take a look at what a typical local installation with four to 20 milliamp signals looks like. We have four basins, each with two sensors and one controller. The controllers are out by the basins, which means the power is run out to each measuring location. And then a four to 20 milliamp signal for each measurement is brought back to the PLC cabinet. As you can see, this is a, this is a lot of wiring. When serial and digital communications came out, Uh, such as Ethernet or Modbus uh, TCP IP, uh, this reduced the wiring for communication down to one, but still uh, power needs to be available at each location. Now with IQ SensorNet, with our single uh, single cable for power and communication, we can reduce the cable runs to a single cable that can distribute power from the PLC building out to all of the sensors, while at the same time bringing data from all the sensors back to the PLC. Not only that, we've also reduced the number of controllers from four systems down to one, creating a ton of cost savings. The system does not need to be daisy-chained in a straight line, but is actually fully customizable to whatever your layout your plant needs. The system is also expand- expandable, as adding new sensors is as easy as ordering a new sensor and connecting it to one of the junction boxes using a sensor table. New measuring locations are just as simple to add to the system elsewhere in the plant with either a wireless module seen here with some sludge level indicators on our clarifiers, or by extending a new cable to another junction box, such as at our effluent channel. This makes IQ SensorNet the perfect plant-wide online instrumentation solution. Now to finish up, let's take a look at how some plants are utilizing IQ SensorNet in their facility. This particular oxidation ditch is a system in South Licking County, Ohio, which has three circular passes flowing from the inside to the outside. They begin with an anoxic zone, then a swing zone in the middle pass, followed by the aerobic portion on the outside. The mechanical aerators on each path are controlled by the measurements from this YSI IQ sensor net system in which they measure ammonium and nitrate on the middle pass, and then ammonium nitrate and DO on the outer path. The middle pass acts as a swing zone in which these inside aerators can turn on or off depending on the ammonium concentration here. It works very well for their plant as they were able to reduce their ammonium effluent effluent concentration to less than 0.5 milligrams per liter, their total nitrogen effluent to less than four milligrams per liter, and save 23% on their energy expenditures in the process. Next, we have the Seneca Wastewater Treatment Plant part of the Washington Suburban Sanitary Commission. This plant is part of the Chesapeake Bay watershed, so their total nitrogen and total phosphorus limits are quite strict. To keep up with their regulations, this plant outfitted their new four-stage bargain post system with a NitroViz UV sensor, which directly controls carbon dosing for their denitrification. Carbon dosing can usually be controlled by measuring nitrate at the end of an anoxic zone in which they are dosing. This first inoxic zone usually has available carbon from the primaries in their BOD loading. So more often, the second anoxic zone in the system is where carbon would be dosed to ensure good uh, conditions for denitrification. The goal for the Seneca wastewater treatment plant was to reduce their total nitrogen to less than four milligrams per liter. With the help of the YSI NitroViz and other YSI sensors, they were able to optimize the process and achieve an average effluent TN of about two milligrams per liter. And then finally, we have Watertown, Wisconsin, in which they use a YSI orthophosphate analyzer to directly control ferric chloride dosing for chemical phosphorus removal. The plant saved thousands after installing the analyzer in 2012, in which they reduced chemical costs by 25 percent. This means they got their return on investment for the analyzer in just one year and easily met their total phosphorus limit, which was one milligram per liter at the time. They did this with a classic feedback setup in which ferric was dosed at the end of their aeration basins. And this gave the ferric chloride enough time to bind with all the soluble and solid phosphorus in the water, which was then removed as a solid in the clarifiers. The analyzer then took readings from the secondary effluent stream giving a feedback signal to the dosing pump to either increase or decrease ferric dosing. And that's all we have on the topic today. If you have any questions about IQ SensorNet and its applications, please reach out to Laura and I by email at laura.stpierre at and benjamin.barker at Thank you.